Hey you, welcome to another episode. Grab your cup, get a drink, whatever it is that you like to drink, your joint, relax in your space. Let's all have a moment. Pull up, let's talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome y'all, welcome back. Happy New Year, Sherelle. <laughs> Happy New Year, Marilyn. What's goody? That was funny. We did that like five times. That was too funny. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna put y'all onto an inside joke. We just spent three minutes talking about Happy New Year's, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the perfect beginning. <laughs> exactly. And then like the audio is all it's like it's lagging, so it just we was hurting on this one, but that's I. Yeah. Me, me and Cheryl had to do a, a separate one because unfortunately. On my last day of quarantine, guys, I, I tested positive for COVID. It's wild out here in New York City, bro. Wild. And, yeah, she hit me up talking about she got it. I go, here we go with that bullshit. That's all I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I know is sick now. Everybody I know. Yeah, ain't nobody safe. Shit. Nobody's safe right now. Like, my kids travel back and forth to school. I've been in in the house nowhere. So when I got sick, I didn't think anything of it. But then... Shit, my daughter ended up catching me and her had it the worst out of everybody. I had I had no smell, no taste. I was coughing and choking at the same time. My chest felt like somebody was sitting on it the whole time. Mm. Like, yo, this is a different type of... Everybody keep, that keeps saying COVID is fake, fuck y'all. Yeah, because they haven't got that shit until you feel it. And, yeah, this is different. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry you and your daughter went through that. I'm glad you guys are like, you know, towards the end of it. And But that's yeah, just... I finally got my voice back, thank God. I can breathe. I'm not waking up in the middle of the night anymore, coughing or anything. Mm-hmm. I know you happy as hell you got your voice back. You're going to be able to yell at them damn kids. Oh, that's exactly. Why the fuck y'all see y'all don't fucked up this whole goddamn house? This whole. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> Just me being picky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah, everybody's a... better now. That's good. Like, you know, that's, but that's just wild to me. Like, this cold, like, you don't, you're going to get it. What's going to happen? And one day you find the next day you hurt like a. I just want to say, just make sure that everybody out there right now that's going through COVID, went through COVID, who lost somebody from COVID, I am so sorry to hear uh, my condolences to you. Please make sure y'all take care of yourselves, man. Y'all really understand that sleep is a, is a part of the healing process. Rest yourself, man. It, it took one of my friends, Corvette, man, God bless her soul. She had to tell me, Marilyn, you need to sleep. Like, if it wasn't for her telling me I needed a rest, take yeah, care of yourselves. A whole fact. And shout out to Corvette for that. And shout out to anyone else who have loved ones that are taking care of them. I know it's not easy and good on y'all doing what you're doing and making sure people take a minute to take care of themselves. And anyone that has COVID right now, I hope this podcast helps get you through it and you able to fight through and, and do what you need to. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of us didn't get to spend time with family and friends in the holidays trying to quarantine. And we thinking about, I'm thinking about other people. I don't want to get nobody else sick. And for you selfish motherfuckers out here still with an itchy throat and hanging out, y- y'all the real problem. And wonder why it's spreading. Just crazy. Yep. So everybody take a minute and, you know, be respectful to everybody around you. You don't know who, who they got at living with them that that could be a, a risk to. So don't jeopardize people or their loved one's lives. Exactly. There's people out here who's not vaccinated, who is vaccinated. Not that it has anything to do with it, but... You know, clearly the people who aren't vaccinated, those are the ones who are really getting hospitalized. Like my daughter was in the hospital. She was not eating. She had a fever for 24 hours. And I don't know if you've seen a child go through fevers and cough and aches and not eating. That's just as bad as a grown ass man crying about his stomach hurt. So, and it's worse sometimes. So 
fuck y'all for making it seem like this COVID shit is 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 nothing. Yeah, that's a whole fact, and just trying to play it off as a myth. I didn't even know your daughter was in the hospital. I'm sorry, like I know that shit is stressful. Like, yeah, man, she and she she's just now getting her appetite back. Come on, man, she ain't even hit one yet, bro. Yeah, she shouldn't be dealing with that so early, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's just. Well, we shave it, and then and um, now I gotta be careful because she might get like that auto. That 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 um like information does, yeah there's like some type of disease after the kids are getting COVID they get inflammation in their hearts and in their in the kidneys and shit like that it's another disease after COVID so now I gotta pay attention to that I didn't even know that was a thing yo that you know is what I'm saying because there's people out here who's really walking around thinking that the children aren't getting sick they they can't get sick it's only the adults I don't I don't know why. <sighs> the problem is is people on Facebook we quit to oh, is it social media. You- Oh, social media like people quick to argue everything it's the same niggas that be talking about the earth is flat and we got all this scientific evidence <laughs> showing that it's round like what do you mean right so oh, and it's the God. same thing with covid people up there oh it's just the government trying to control us it's like do what you protect your children and everybody else have enough mm-hmm. respect that's what it comes down to and everybody mad because now the cdc saying five days y'all didn't give a fuck about this two years ago when they try to shut it down and stop it y'all still was sitting out here in the park playing basketball with each other and then they had to take in new york city they had to take the hoops away for motherfuckers to not play bro people don't know how yes they took the hoops down because people don't know how to just yo just stay home they was giving tickets to people who were playing and and like like say if you were playing baseball and there was a big crowd you were getting tickets for that wow thousand dollar tickets at that i didn't know people was doing that i thought everybody was you know took their ass home in quarantine come back back to the come to the city come to the city People don't know how to act for nothing. Now y'all mad because we gotta... It's because of y'all. <laughs> gotta go back to work early now. Yo, that's a whole fact, but man, I just can't... I didn't even know that was a thing. Y'all wilding out there in the city. I'm good. I'm gonna stay right where I'm at. I'm gonna stay right <laughs> It's the truth. Damn shame. You know how many people I know got a divorce after quarantine? <laughs> what, my nigga? There's so many... Yo, there's people I know that got 10, 15, been with each other five years. Nah, I can't stand this motherfucker. Quarantine really, really that means fucked, fucked everybody up. up. You know what it is? They yeah. probably was able to avoid each other. You know, they had work, they had friends, and then when they didn't have those things, they were like, you know what? I can't stand how this nigga breathing right now. Like, no, he, just... <laughs> that nigga, look at that bitch eating chicken. Let me stop. <laughs> yep. Like, look at this dirty bitch. <laughs> like, like, you just... No, for real. That's true. I mean, things that were always there, you just... Actually, let's talk about it. In front of you, I'm curious. Real quick, I'm going to say this. Speaking of divorces, I had a, you know, without saying what I do too much, but I had a customer say to me, um, he got served divorce papers on Christmas Day. (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) That's your gift. That's some good shit right there. Right? That's some good shit right there. Imagine if she tied of his ass. Tied. And imagine if she even wrapped the fucking divorce papers for him to open as a gift. That's even. Yo, I can only imagine, but this poor, right there. yo, and I just felt bad for him. I was like, yo, like, how do you, you thinking everything good? You about to celebrate the holidays and that bit, yo, I mean, I, who knows? He could have been abusive. I don't know the situation, but she played no games. Like she, no, she, she really didn't. So the divorce rates, um, is during 2020, mm. they claiming that divorce rate hit a 50 hit a low. I don't know if I can believe that. You know what? I, I think I can believe that. Everybody lost their fucking job. <laughs> they couldn't afford divorce. <laughs> they need a nigga to take care of yeah. Yes. 
So I'm pretty sure 2021 is probably higher. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you might be. Let's take a look because something right. Divorce rate. To look up that New York actually has one of the lowest rates of divorce. Really? 6% wow. of, in 2000 and I think 19. Wow, that's grimy. I went to the CDC website. They did the d- divorce rates by state. Only goes up to 2019. They didn't even calculate and do a chart yet for 2020. For 2020. That's shit. Like, why ain't you, it's almost been, it's been a year now, and you don't have those results? Well, I mean, I get it. It's the first day. Can you get, like, a random website that probably did it? 2020. The divorce rate in America is 2.9 per 1,000. Now, that's interesting. So out of 1,000 married couples, three of them end up getting divorced? Mm Mm-hmm, basically. That's That's kind of... Especially not that bad, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's pretty good, like... I guess I'm just hearing all the bad stories then. I'm not getting no good. I I've, I have seen a lot of people get married last year, though. Yeah, I mean, everybody oh, I'm saying last kids. year, I mean 2021. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, technically, it is um, last year. Now we in 2022. What do you mean? It could also be. No, but but I'm, th- I'm curious. I'm Like, I have seen a lot of people on social media starting to have kids now. And is it because maybe it's because of our age? Um, that could be, yeah, we, and we're all, like, us 90s babies, we're in our 30s, you know, we're ready for the next stage in our life. Like, your 20s, we wasn't worried about nothing, but, I don't know, it's like a flip of a switch. Damn, you just made me feel old. Shorty said the 90 babies. Shit. <laughs> you Y'all like in your 30s? Damn. You, you felt that. That shit hurt my soul just now. Sorry, my fault. Right, so I ain't that far behind. Yeah, you 90s too. We're gonna, we gonna throw you in there. Nah, nah, don't throw me in no damn 90s. Uh-uh. <laughs> How you gonna disrespect 90s like that? <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with the 90s. But I feel like anybody born after 92 don't know how to cook for themselves. <laughs> Yo, damn, that's true though. That's true. You know what? Because your parents didn't make, make, y'all, make y'all fucking cook nothing. Yet. That's it. That's all. Fucking over right here. Now. I'm like a bad bitch right now. <laughs> Why you gotta call me a bad bitch for a second? Because all you do is eat McDonald's and take pictures. <laughs> Take picture. <laughs> you know he mad. Yeah, he is. He he know my mouth though. That's my best friend. I know y'all could tell y'all close. Oh, oh my kids are we close. My oldest is we close too. Me and him, he he me that's my boy. I tell you that boy like to test me. I'm sure he do because he's the, and he's you know he up in age. You know how you start feeling yourself as soon as you turn mm-hmm. 16, 17 You grown now. Mm-hmm. And then the thirteen year old he he another one who like to he like to test me. Mentally, like not mentally, like um, like, like he's a smart ass, and he'll really say some shit that make you stop and think, like, hold on, little nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Where that? I felt like I felt like that was brewing inside you. Where that come from? Like, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. Yeah. But yeah, doing this research, it seems that um, divorce rates are down. There are states where there's high divorce rates. Like the ten highest right now is Arkansas. Oklahoma, Nevada, which makes sense. Nevada makes sense, yeah, because there's a lot of people who just go there and get eloped, and that makes total sense. But Arkansas right. and Oklahoma, in that's Kentucky. like the boondocks. In that's what I'm saying. Wyoming, I'm like places I don't even know what they do there. I am curious though. I, I do like I would like to know what the reasons are for their marriage and why it ended. But you know what? I read somewhere that the poorest place, one of the poorest states in the country is Arkansas, believe it or not. So I wonder if the divorce rate is high in Alabama too, like the poverty level. Hmm. So where they have nothing, it makes sense that maybe divorce rates is likely high, you know, like. I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but marriage is not meant for poor people. 
Mm, how so? Because, so there's a part of me that feels like marriage is definitely a cheat code to life because you could definitely combine both incomes and have more. Um, Because you could take a $50,000 income and change it into a six-figure income if it's two of you working and you guys can buy a house and, you know, if you guys have good credit. So it can be a cheat code, but it's not meant for poor people. When I say that, it's because people who are poor, yeah, even though you might have $20,000 here and $20,000 here, it's still only $40,000 that you're, when you combine that two. And $40,000 ain't shit. Dang, that's a good point. Like... Like, At least now, these days, $40,000 can't get you nothing. It ain't built the way it used to be. Nope. Mm-mm. It's not meant for poor people. It's meant for people who have assets or trying to make get assets. It's meant for rich people. It's just a business. To me, I feel like it's, sometimes it's a business thing. Because if you think about it, right? If, I'm, if, if you're married to someone, right? And your spouse, your significant other passes away. You know, you get access to everything. You're the one who makes the decisions to all their money unless they have, you know, they unless they have a will or something like that. But if they're in the hospital, you're the one who's making that decision if you're pulling the plug or not. Not mommy, not daddy, not the girlfriend. If you're still legally married to somebody and they've moved on into another relationship and they pass away with no will, guess who gets all that money? The wife, the husband. Wow. Not I their boyfriend know. or girlfriend. Now that's in like I didn't even know that was a thing. So, but damn, my nigga, marriage is really marriage is really a business. It literally is. It's basically a transaction. Like you have to make, Mm -hmm. you have to go into it like an investment. Does this Mm -hmm. make sense? Am I gonna get a return? Am I gonna? Yep. So if I'm poor and you're poor and we get married, we're just two poor motherfuckers. Would and I spent fifteen years of your abuse, twenty years of your abuse, and. And 20 years of your alcoholisms. And, and the only reason why I'm saying all these negative things is because usually when you're poor, I've been poor. I've been poor before. And I know usually when being below that poverty line, there's usually a lot of mental health issues. There's usually a lot of like drug abuse or, or something, some type of abuse of some kind going on. And usually if you have two poor people, you're still in that cycle of hell. And that he, he done cheated on you, had five kids on you. You married him. He done t- all your taxes have been taken from you because he done cheated on you. Had all these kids, and ha- owe so much child support. He passes away, and you're stuck in debt because you have to pay for his burial, and none of his baby moms are doing it. Mm. Damn, no, that's not- old. You take on all his, all, yeah, all his debt. Basically, is what you're saying. So. Yep. And when you get married, you got to think, all right, what bullshit am I going to be dragging around with me because I decided to get legally it's a, attached to this bonded person? Bonded to this person. It's the truth. It's a, it's 100% true. It, so, so to me, I feel like once you have an attachment with a person, it could be marriage and it could be a child. Once you have an attachment, it's really hard to get rid of that attachment. So when you do, it's really a bold move. It has to, and there's a, and there's a legit reason why people do get divorced. It, like I, as I say, it's divorce. It's either because of abuse, it could be because of money issues, which is sad. Anything of that matter, um, they're just not seeing eye to eye on certain things. Things like that do happen, but you really have to think very. You have to be very smart about the person that you choose to be with for the rest of your life, because even though divorce is easy to come by, it's also a hard situation to get out of. 
I believe that 100%. And people, and people, I think people don't register that long term. I think some people don't register what marriage actually means too, because as you know, we work, we worked in a certain job together where people would call and they would be like, I don't want what my husband or my wife is doing to affect me. So can you remove my name exactly. on this account? And it's like, did you not realize what you were signing when you were getting married? Like Exactly. It's open. people don't understand. Like the moment you It's Go the ahead. truth. No, no. People just don't understand how serious marriage is. Yeah, they think it's like not necessarily a game, but they just think it's something Yes, it's a beautiful moment. You get to share the rest of your life with someone. But yeah, they're not thinking of the dark side of it per se. Like where where can things potentially go wrong? Wrong, yep. That person could ruin your life. A little oh my god, that's so true. Like you know that saying like I could do bad on myself. When you married to someone, if they going down, you going down with um, them. Yep. Unless you fighting like hell to keep y'all afloat. But you you can't be the only one to do it. That shit will Drown, like kill you faster. It's like stress. No, no, for else. real. No, you are hundred percent right. It's literally you. Literally have you really have to think about the person that you're gonna be with? Because it's crazy. Like you say that they call in and say, "I don't want that person. I don't want to be associated." So then, why did you decide to marry that person? Uh-huh. That person's fault is your fault. You have to deal with that person's fault. So yeah, that person might have a DUI, and that person may have speeding tickets, and that person might have killed somebody, vehicle or manslaughter, doing whatever. That well, is not, your that is your significant other. Right out with that person. Get over it. That's so true. And then you hear that and you be like, this is just ghetto. It's it's sad. No, for really, really. And and you know what the parts are, that's why it gets me so offended when people feel like, oh yeah, my hubby and my wifey. Correct yourself. This is not 19. We're not 13 year old. We're not 15 year old. If mm-hmm. that person does not have a ring on this, fuck the ring. If that person doesn't have paperwork showing that they're, that's your wife or your husband, please stop calling them your wife or your husband. Stop giving that person that to title. Be cute. Yep. To be cute. It's not cute. You've been with that person 20 something years and you calling him wifey without no, I mean, calling him or her wifey and hubby without no type of paperwork. Marriage yeah. is serious. Stop fucking making it seem like it's not and that piece of paperwork is not worth it. When you're not literally, you're not literally married. Oh, and then you see some crazy stuff. I, I'll never forget this. One day I get a phone call from a customer, right? This person goes, yeah, my wife um, just died um, le- like two days ago. I want to remove them from this account. I go, damn, like you ain't even buried this person yet. You over here calling. Like I'm over here thinking to myself, this person, oh, you make me want to shout. That's all I'm uh-huh. thinking in my head. I'm like, this person is rejoicing, and they they're, they didn't even probably arrange the funeral yet, and they over there. First thing you need to do is call me to remove them from an account that's not even that serious. Like what? Uh, you know what? I don't know how people grieve. Some people are very mean when they grieve, and some people are very, you know, sad when they grieve, and some people are happy. Unfortunately, we don't know. I, I I don't know what that woman did to him for him to rejoice, but that's literally how some people feel when they're married and they're tied to the wrong person. Mm, I mean, yeah, that's who that's some scary thought. And me personally, girl, I don't think marriage will ever be for me just because one, I I don't think I want that type of headache. Child, no. So and then two, child, no. And then two, I don't know. I don't think I need. I know this sounds superficial, but I don't think I need a ring or a piece of paper to. To say that I love someone, right? If or you don't, but it is good to have that piece of paper. I want everybody to understand that it mm. is good to have that piece of paper because 
So I agree with you. The ring is the ring. You don't need a ring and you don't need paperwork to say you love somebody. But the way that America works, you don't have no rights over anything if you don't have that piece of paper. So me personally, I just feel like I'm not going to spend 10, 15, 20, 40 years with a person and we work hard together. We are a good team. We are treated each other very equally and we treated each other as one and we treated each other with love and respect. And you're going to have up and downs in the marriage, but we still came out strong and we still love each other. Again, we were, we are one that you are entitled to all the hard work that we put in together. Not you. So you feel like you sort of how you're viewing it is time, energy, all that spent. You want to be able to have access to certain things and have yes acknowledgement and got you. Yes, because if my significant other is on the deathbed and his mother has a say so to say just pl- unplug, I'm gonna want to kill that bitch because she's not the one who has to worry about the bills. I'm gonna be the one who's gonna be paying those bills. So let me tell you when I'm ready to let go, because I'm the one taking him home or her home with me tonight. Mm, okay, got you. So it's, it's okay. It's not just money. It's sense. not just money. It's not just money. You know, we're talking about money. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, you get that money. You can split up with his family or her family or whatever. But when it comes to sickness and health, I should have say so over the person that I lay next to every single night. That's deep. That's a good point. I mean, I guess that's a, then it's a, it has a bigger meaning than now marriage, other than just to say you did it because you did it, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's deep as hell. Because I don't wear my wedding ring all the time. I don't need my, and I don't bug my husband. I don't care because me personally, this is how I feel. You're going to cheat with the ring or not. And people aren't there or not. The ring is just there to symbolize again for America or for, if I would like to say, for a culture that was embedded in us. Because back then, Look at how Jewish people, they, they, they married underneath, the go- underneath their God. There's a lot of cultures that they marry underneath their God. You don't need a ring to, to, to tell you that you're married. Mm, okay. And just society makes you have that paper in that ring. Mm, and they, they place that value over anything. Right. Like, like sickening. Well, speaking of society, let's talk about what it means to be beautiful according to society. What, let's let's dive into that because who we define, how others see us, and how we see ourselves is how is the the very thing that society defines. So, how can someone ever have self esteem or or learn to love themselves in their within their own beauty if someone's telling them that they didn't me- they don't measure up? I think some people are gonna hate me for saying this too, uh-huh. but I think it's everybody has their own self esteem journey they have to go through Uh but a lot of it is for a lot of ethnic groups you have to decolonize the way you have you look at beauty standards Uh I was gonna say let me just kind of elaborate on that look a couple years ago they said that the most perfect beautiful woman is basically um the princess what's her name uh the one that's married to prince williams uh, Kate Middleton, I think her name is, or I think it, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Kate Middleton. Yeah, I'm over here thinking about Mary Kate and Ashley, but me yeah. too. I was like, what's wrong with Because I'm over here thinking about Kanye West song. If I was him, I would. But anyway, um, <laughs> I was thinking of Kate Beckinsale. I was thinking of every Kate in the world. I could not yeah, right? think of who you talk about. Yeah, 
something, right? They say that the, if you Google, they they came out one one year and said that the most beautiful woman in the world is a woman that looks like Kate Middleton, like her face, and that's European standards. Skinny, tall. You know, I don't even know if she's really tall, but skinny and petite, and you know what I mean. Like her nose is very, you know, thin and pointy. Her face structure, and that you know, I don't find her. I mean, she's. Don't get me wrong, she's beautiful, but I don't find her attractive. Yeah, because to each his own. Exactly. So you Mm -hmm. can't tell that, you can't tell a whole community, a whole entire world that this is what beauty is. That's the standard of beauty. Like, how does that make any sense? Because somebody, someone's thing is this, that woman with big butts. You telling me that they should be attracted to someone that doesn't have one, right? Or that's what beautiful is? Beauty, like, that doesn't make any type of sense. But I do think that society definitely does play a, um, impact to what beauty standards is and when you come out with shit like that and it's all over tv you're implementing in children or into people's minds that that's what beauty is and it's so fucked up because i didn't grow up in a neighborhood of you know people that that, of caucasian people i grew up in a neighborhood caribbean black you know what i mean you know asian every other ethnic group that you could think of and they, they were that's the beauty standard to me if you had a beautiful soul, that was beautiful. That's all that should matter, yes. But don't forget, we do harm to ourselves, too. Let's talk about colorism, how we are quick to say someone's not beautiful if they're not black enough. That's even that's that's even worse. Or they're, or they're too dark. Oh, you're, I've, heard, I've heard people say to other people, oh, you're beautiful for a black girl. And I've always thought that was fucked up. It's either you're beautiful or you're not. Why would you say for a black girl or for, or for a dark-skinned girl, you're beautiful? What? Mm. Like, how you sound? Like, did I miss? Like, is there there's something out there that says in order to be beautiful, you got to be this? Like, right. Yeah, that's so true. It always comes down to color. That's true. It always. Oh, you you, you know, Spanish girls are pretty. I've always heard that shit. And I've always heard, too, that Spanish girls were fast. It's just always just it's always a it's just like it's just a I don't know what. Oh, you're pretty for a fat girl. Like what? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm pretty or not. Yeah, like which one is it? Or you get the, you know, you sound really educated. Like, why I'm supposed to sound like, my God, (laughs) like that that part, right? I feel like you know what it is. I don't. Maybe we we need to define things, right? So I think it's easy to put things and certain ideas in a box, and when people don't meet that, it right, it just speaks to. I don't know. Man, you you want to fuck me or not? That's (laughs) not fuck me. You that's really stupid. that's what it really boils down to. Do you want to fuck me or not? Do you want to? Do you look at me and go, "Shit, I want to breed you." <laughs> Yo, I'm weak. You mad stupid for that? But yeah, that's literally. A... But I think that's where hatred comes from, right? Because people feel like they can't do that. They shouldn't be attracted to this person. They shouldn't. Nah, want that's because, again the way that you think. Everybody's all colonized. Everybody's all, you know. Because if you think about it, right? Like I seen this guy one time on social media. He's Native American, and on social media, he fights, you know, against people's, you know, they basically, he basically challenges people's thoughts about how, you know, just basically oppression. Talks about how he thought that he used to be ugly until he started to look at his ancestors and go, wait, hold on. I'm I'm using this beauty standards of what my colonizers are telling me. I was ugly and I wasn't worth anything because I looked the way that I look, but I'm actually really, he's handsome. He's gorgeous, but he thought he was ugly but then when he looked at his ancestors he said actually I'm not I look just like them and my ancestors are beautiful I was you know I gotta decolonize the way that I think 
Ooh, now that's deep. And I mean, the fact that he even recognized it, right? Like, the first thing he needed to do was realize that something was wrong with that and finding right. peace and love and being Within himself. He is. There we go. That's really what it is. You got to learn to, you really, it comes with self-love, it comes with self-care. You really have to learn to love yourself and be content within yourself. And, you know, love is love at the end of the day, too. I also want to just bring that out. Like, if it wasn't for my mom and my father, I'm mixed. If it wasn't, and I'm, I'm going to be proud about how mixed I am. I don't give a fuck. I'll say that all the time. If it wasn't for my mother and my father looking past those differences, I wouldn't be here. Ooh. You get well what I'm said. trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Like, and, you know, creating a beautiful life for you. Like, that's well said. Like, looking past all that, that bullshit. And the same thing for us. Like, like if I want to genuinely find someone out there that's going to love me and treat me well, I need to look beyond color or I need to look beyond like what society says I should be dating. He would. Right. Right. Because I think a lot of us battle with the fact that like, because there are some black men who they only, they, you know, you grew up with black women, you grew up around nothing but black and going outside your, your culture, and I'm not even going to say men, women too, going out your culture might be seem a little weird, but, um, and, and you might, you might get hate for it, you might, and, because unfortunately, we are still, we are still there, where people are still hating each other, but mm-hmm. love is love at the end of the day, if you guys could see eye to eye, and you guys could come together, and build a beautiful life together, and you guys could, and raise children in a very healthy manner, and learn each other's cultures, and still be open to it, then cool. You should do it. Don't let don't let society tell you you can't love somebody just because they don't look like you. Yeah, that's a that's a whole that's another whole thing in itself. Damn, but apart everyone's culture, not just black people culture, where you're like you're not supposed to go outside your race. People that are Asians are like that. Asians white are, people def- are like that. Thank Indians you. Indians are like that. Everybody's like that. Everybody, oh, you want to stay, stay in between you in your race or whatever. Stay, and that's the reason why a lot of us are still stuck where we are because mm. we're not, we're not trying to be open minded to other things. Damn, that's true. That's... I mean, think about it though. Coming from a person like me personally, I've never left America. I've been in other states in America, but never left. And it's not because I don't have a passport. I do have a passport. I just haven't had the opportunity to actually be able to leave. But who's to say I might meet somebody who could take me somewhere? Ain't that the truth? Yes. A whole I'm fight. saying I'm gonna meet somebody like I ain't married, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. But I know to what say, you like... mean. Like you don't right. you don't know where in your life or whom you're gonna meet that is for you and you're gonna dismiss it because of what others tell you should be doing. Yeah, so I say this to say everybody listening, you know, love yourself. Like genuinely learn to love yourself. So learn to love care. yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't Go let anybody tell you anything different. Yeah, and even when it hurts, right? You wake up, you be like, I look a mess. Yeah, be honest with yourself. And anything in your life that you don't like, change it, right? You feel like you're overweight, work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can change the parts of yourself that you feel like you're lacking, but don't ever wake up one day and be ashamed of your color, your skin, or be ashamed of, you know, your family. The person that you love. There we go. Anything, yep. So do you at the end of the day. That's all that matters. People ain't gonna care. Damn, the standards of beauty is a, is a that's a crazy young thing. Yeah, that's tough. Like no matter how you look. Well, I, I I feel like I feel like what well, one person like you said to each his own, right? Like one person, I might find somebody handsome, but he, I'm not sexually attracted to that person. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Like, that's you're saying, like, what, sexual attraction and you finding someone just handsome or cute or two different things? Is that what you're basically saying? Yeah, like, there'd be some people I'd be looking like, damn, I want to ride his face. And then there's some people be like, oh, he's cute, but he ain't ride face worthy. Like, well, how'd I even sound? <laughs> I just went in, right? No, you did. I mean, no, you, you, I mean, you did a little bit. You did a little bit. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, though. I'm but just yeah. saying, though. Yeah, you do look at people, you be like, they fun as hell. You be like, like God. they eye candy. Like, yeah, he's very handsome, but I am not sexually attracted to that person at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's the yo, can I talk about something real quick? Maybe this this might be off topic. But why I don't know why, but people don't seem to understand that attraction and sexual attraction, they both are two different to, things. Thank you. So like for men, like you have noticed like they'll approach you and they'll be like, I think you're cute. I'm attracted. And you and you say, Hey, listen, you you're handsome, like you seem cool, but you're not my type. I'm not interested. And they don't some men just don't seem to be able to comprehend that, right? So they keep pushing. And you'd be like, you have to have to stand, like someone is gonna like we have to want you to want like you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, we gotta I gotta I gotta be sexually attracted to you in order for me to be like interested to go out with you. Thank you. And men don't understand it, they'd be like, all right, but like it's like they can't comprehend someone. And I think that's where the friend zone happens, right? Like, do you uh-huh. think that's why we have friend zones? Because I have a lot of friends. I'm like, damn, he kind of he handsome, but I just wouldn't fuck him. Yeah, like that's. Ex- I mean, that's true. That's exactly why you have friends. Though. You have people where you're like, okay, I can fuck with this person, but I can't fuck with you on that other type of level. Hmm. I'm curious. Is that why the friend zone is the friend zone? I mean, yeah, maybe that, or maybe we, you know. You have your mind made up on someone else that you want. Like, I've been there. Like, there'll be someone else I'm really, really feeling and may have someone around me that keeps showing interest. And I'm like, okay. You know how you just like, you just like, okay. Like, you acknowledge it, but you don't acknowledge. Nah. Um, nah I'm, but... I'm going to be single for a little bit. You know me. I just, you know, my energy right now. Like, you know how you just don't want, ugh. I'm not trying to be stressed. You. Besides, why are you going to want some? <laughs> I know what you're about to say. You know I'm about to go in. <laughs> With no crusty dick smelling, just in your face, hot breath, hot breath, feet smelling like ass. Oh man, Yo, can't I even can't. take care of himself. He want me all in your face. So about sup, baby? Let me take you out. Yo, dick. <laughs> I'm trying to dick you down. Yo, <laughs> fuck your life. Fuck you. <laughs> Let me tell you, yes, men. Yes. I have a message for some of you men. Don't stop stop getting offended when you get a no. Oh, yes. And then you get disrespectful. Why? Why? Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. I, I just don't understand it. Like, your egos hurt that badly because one female said no. There is too many females out here for you to be. And then on top of that, there's not just females. There's other men here, too. It's okay to test out your sexuality. If you get too many no's from a female, let me strongly encourage you that there is men out here for you. That's I mean, damn, since you went way to the left. But I know what you mean. Like, they do not like the word no. And that's why I was trying to say earlier, like, men don't understand that I'm not sexually attracted to you. So no matter how many times you ask me for my number or to go on a... Because you know how niggas try to come back when you say no? They'll be like, no, I'm not interested. No, oh, I got you know a man. What? Then they say some shit crazy. Okay, but we I, can still be friends. Like, what? I understand the persistency behind it. And, you know, because there's some men that they feel like if you're persistent that you... But at the end of the day, you know, all you're doing is just basically... If you yeah, couldn't accept sick. the first two no's, 
it's like, bro, you might have a serious problem. But no, wait, hold up a minute. Can we let's talk, talk about, about that? Let's talk about, yes, please, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Trey Songs real quick. How Ooh. about somebody on Twitter had like, I don't know who they were, but I guess it's a famous account because you know, they had the blue check mark. This person gonna put on Twitter, oh, it's 2022. I gotta get this off my chest. Trace this. Allegedly, let's, let's, let's. Allegedly, the thing yeah, is, 100%. Though, the, the thing though is, though, Trace, that's not the first time I've seen that being aired out about Trey Songs. Kiki Palmer yeah. has said it before, Pazia. Yeah, look it up. There's been a lot of women who said that Trey Songs was a little uh, an aggressive. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly right. Wow, that's I, I, don't, I hope we don't end up having another surviving R. Kelly situation with him. However, um, men, y'all need to learn to accept that no means no. Thank you. And then don't make us like us women uncomfortable. Like where you like, I can't get out of this situation because they won't get out my face. And they think just because a woman just ends up saying yes, that that means that that's not rape. Sweetie, it is rape. You t- you pushed it so much to the point that the woman just said, fuck it. Yeah, well, I be giving them fake numbers. I be like, oh, you want to be in my face, getting on my fucking nerves? Here go my number. Like, yep. get out of here. I remember back in the day, I used to do shit like that. I used to go, oh, you want my phone number? I'll give my cousins. But niggas is smart. Now they want to call it or text it. You be like, God Cause, and, and it's so sad that we have to sit here and, and, and to feed, again, to feed your ego, some of you men, we have to lie to you. You see? And we end up still giving you your phone number because we feel unsafe. We don't know what you're going to do or how you're going to react. You see how unsafe men have made women these days? It's crazy. And it's so wild because a lot of women also, they've lied so much that some men don't even feel comfortable enough to even approach. Yeah, uh, that's true. Actually, I want to open that up. So any men listening, because I know we're going off about what men do that we find just uncomfortable or just just wrong. But what us, what do us women do that make it hard for you guys to approach correctly? If if that's the difficulty you're having or giving getting women to give you a chance or, you know, speak to what it is we're doing, because I know we're going off on y'all right now, but I'm sure I got some something to say. So feel free to share that. DM us. Go to our website. There's a way to contact us and submit those questions yeah. or responses. Mm-hmm. But one hundred percent, I agree with you. Everything you're saying right Hello, now. Let's talk.com. Yeah, I just I don't know why men. Yeah, they don't take no, and that's why I tell men like I've had so many bad experiences where I've given men my number and they just over OD it. Like they hit you up every three seconds, or they're just coming off real nasty or skeevy. That and this is I'm, who I want to spend the rest of my life with. You already acting like an asshole at the beginning. You expect me to sit here and be okay with that for the rest of my life? That's because social media and every we everything seems okay now. Oh, I can send some random person my dick pic because that's what we do. But it's like, do you realize like, ugh, nobody wants to grow or build with people like that. But that's why I give people my Snapchat. If a dude ever approach me, and even if I'm a little bit interested, I refuse to give my number because once they have your number, sis, they will all get on your goddamn nerves. So I'm like, let me give them my snap so I'm ready to block them. I can and keep it pushing. Right, <laughs> and you and you feel and it's sad that you have to give a social media for you to feel safe. Dang, and, and, and that way. It's true. That's really what it is. You're giving your social media because you want to make sure that you feel safe. Again, because a man doesn't know how to accept the no. And you know, I get it. They have to be, they're taught, like their whole life, they're, they have to be taught to go, go go and grab things, right? Their whole human nature is to go out and make things happen, right? Be breadwinners, go and make things, support the family, be protectors for their family, right? So they have to be persist, like consistent and persistent in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to yeah, but I think a man is chase. supposed to chase a woman. 
Right. But I don't think they're supposed to chase that hard. I think it has to be both ways. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that it should be both ways. I think that a woman should make some type of some type of gesture that they're interested in you and then you approach. And some women, yes, they are shy, just like some men are shy to approach women. Mm-hmm. But usually what ends up happening is when a woman shows some type of interest, you don't have that problem with that female if if, if said you're ready to mate <laughs> i mean that's true like mate <laughs> what is this bi- eighth grade biology right exactly <laughs> y'all yeah, are really mate and breed right but uh, let's say you don't know if a woman's interested let's say you spotted her across the room she didn't even know you're there yet and you really? approach because you're interested but the moment you introduce that's yourself that and eye contact shows... is important the one problem you gotta uh, do that eye contact you don't do that eye contact don't be rolling up on me nigga because where the fuck you come from you ever fuck up and like a nigga say something to you, you're like, oh, I laughed a little too hard, or I cheesed a little bit too much, and then the nigga start coming over, you go, God damn. Like, so, you ever do that? See, you... I've never done that, because I'm a bitch. Well, you know what, what, what I mean? You know how, like, growing up, you you, tr- you learn to, like, not smile so much, or be giggling in front of a dude, because you don't want to give the wrong impression? So, I mean... Nah, because if he yeah. wasn't funny, I'm going to tell you you weren't so funny. <laughs> but no, you know, if someone genuinely made you laugh, and then niggas read too much into it. Like, I've had dudes where they'll say something, and I'll laugh, and they're like, oh, now she interested. And he'd be like, damn. Really? You know. never I mean, had that? It's so mm-hmm. weird. No, because mm-hmm. if I laugh, it was funny, and guess what? I've never really had, like, I'm, I guess because I do come off intimidating to some men, they probably never really took it like I was being flirtatious. And let me tell you, I'm a flirt. Uh-huh. I'm a very big flirt. But I don't me think too. the men that I've gotten, like, I don't know. Like, if I'm not, I don't I don't know. I don't think I've ever really had a man that was, like, they felt like I laughed too hard or something. Mm-mm. But my thing is, yeah, I'm flirting is my problem, too. And you know what? It's just the fun of the game. It's like trying to one-up someone. Like, who could be, like, it's, I don't know. It's fun to me, flirting. Like, it's like a it personal is. challenge. Like, how can I come out winning in this situation? Until you flirt too fucking much. And then you're like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, like, let, me get, let me get the number where you live. You be like, ooh, I didn't see this coming. I did that shit. Yo, I did that like I did that like two months ago. I was at Dave and Buster, right? This dude kept staring at me the whole time, and I'm like, if like stop looking, either come over and say what you're gonna say so I can keep it pushing. Because you be a creepy at this point. Yeah. So he finally came over and said something, but he wasn't creepy about it. He came over correct, and I was like, okay. And then he started talking about I forget what the fuck we were talking about. So the conversation wasn't that bad. Then he started flirting. I was flirting back because it's just human nature, and like I have fun, and I took it way too far because this thing was like, yeah, what's your instant? I went, ooh. So I was like, he's like, well, you got a man and all this. And you know how you just instantly in your stomach, you'd be like, damn, I done fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. just... Damn, I was just awesome eye contact. See what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with flirting, but maybe. maybe and yo, you know what, though? I, I think us women, though, we have to understand that when a man acts as if we have a man, that they're just trying to check out to see what type of lane they could get in. Mm-hmm. Whether they need to approach you on a friendship level, or they could just come out and say what right. they want. Now, let me tell you something. As a female, though, how do you take it if you say you have a man and they still say, "Oh, your man has nothing to do with me"? How do you take that? I'm curious. Yeah, everyone, pull up to pulluplesstalk.com. Please let us know because me personally, that annoys the hell out of me. It's Does the it really? Disrespect- it's the most disrespectful thing I feel like because basically you're condoning me to be unfaithful to my man like how would you and like that trust, in reverse the trust already was broken once we first met and you're still trying to talk to me even though i just told you i have a man 
that means that when we actually, if I actually decide to be with you, you will never trust me. Ooh, that's true. And ooh, I never thought of that. Damn, that's deep. But also, I what that also like I don't know. But also, I hate when they try to they come to you one way and then try to take it back. Like I had a dude come to me and be like, "You got a man's," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm doing. I'm not interested." He goes, "Okay, then we could be friends." Then I'm like, "You didn't come to me approaching me as a friend, so that's not what you came here for, and that's what you're trying to leave as either. You're gonna try to do that whole we friends thing and then try to make your move. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, that is and it's a that's a foul. That is a foul. That is true, though. I guess I guess you could say. I, I didn't even think of it that way either, though. I guess, I guess you're right about that, though. Because that means you're just being sneaky. Mm-hmm. Again, you... you trying to, again, like, well, it all results to trying to see what their lane is at. But, you know, I like that creative approach men think they, they that they, you know, this one thing men say and they think it's so slick. Oh, you know, your mans must really love um, blah, blah, blah about you. Like, I had a dude approach me at Taco Bell of all places. <laughs> and mm. he was like, oh, you know, you're really cute. And he was like, um, I really like your hair. Like, those curls are really beautiful on you. Your man must love that. And that's him kind of seeing if I have someone in my life. Mm-hmm. And men always do that. They always try to, like, make a little comment about your boyfriend to see if you say yes or come. no. I, wish it, I, I really don't. Y'all, you have some bold motherfuckers. <laughs> you, huh? And I always hit him with the, yeah, he do. Because I'm not interested. And I'm not answering that fucking question because you think you're slick. I don't, you know, as an adult though, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, I don't think I've ever really had a. I had a guy. I have guys like approaching, like, "Oh, you're pretty. You're beautiful. I want to get to know you." But I've had more guys try to talk to me when I was like 18, 17, 16 as a child, and yes. I used to spit at motherfuckers. <laughs> I yes. used to be grimy. They'd be like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." I'm like, "I'm gay. Get the fuck out my face." Come too, and I'll spit at them. Like not at them in, in their face, but like on the, the floor direction. ground type shit. Like leave me the hell alone. Yeah, in their direction. I used to be grimy back in the day, so I never really paid attention to any of that. No, that's something that yeah, I don't know why, but men do that. Like I remember that too. I would be fourteen, fifteen. You know, one time I snuck out the house, my bad ass. I was fourteen years old and went to um Brooklyn because a friend of mm, mine was dating boring. a guy from Brooklyn, and I went. I was fourteen, went to Brooklyn with her so she could chill with her man and his cousin was there so me and his cousin hit it off so we're leaving and this dude tried talking to me and i'm like i'm 14 and this nigga had to have been 30 i'm like that's just nasty like mm-hmm. i don't know what it is I, I and i'm pretty sure a lot of females can relate like I, when we were younger there was a lot of men who used to try to talk to us but now that as we're adults like there is not as many men i'm sitting no. here thinking i used to remember i used to couldn't go outside talk to me as a child mm-hmm. my god it meant, no matter what you doing 20 once i hit 25 that was like it to me you know what that's i mean i guess men uh, i mean i don't want everyone all the men on there that let's say they doing the right thing and they don't approach women in this way to think we just going hard on y'all right now but there is just some men that just yes you turn a certain age and then it's they're just predatory yeah and i get it they're sexual creatures like i guess we all are but men they're driven by that you know what i'm saying like for us women it's more emotional I don't know about all that. Look, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm a whore. But <laughs> I'm very sexual. I'm very in tune with my sexuality, and I'm very in tune in, with that sexual being of me. And um, I've learned to control that as I got older. But I just feel like it's just that men aren't raised to have discipline. Oh, that's damn. That's true. No discipline or being able to. Yeah, that's true. And that's that is true. something that I think, that's why I said that this 
women who are not raising their boys to understand that there has to be some type of discipline. Men have to have discipline. We all need to have some type of discipline. And if we don't install that into our generation, our younger generations, we, we're just going to have a bunch of fools just humping each other with no type of a, a reason to hump. Yo, that's a whole fact. I mean, yeah, it's just, it becomes superficial. I mean, that's a little bit of what our generation is. You can just go online and hook up with someone. What's the point of building a connection with somebody if you're just trying to smash? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay with that, though. If you want to smash, oh, just let me know you're trying to smash. Like the honesty. Yeah, just don't don't try to make, don't try to choose my happiness. Let me choose that. If you want to hump, just tell me you want to hump. And I'll let you know if I'm interested in just humping. That's true. And then, but I think men, they kind of want what they want. So they want to say things to still get what they need. Still right? Still like, lying to get what they want. See what the problem is? Like, there's not a lot of women, grown-ass women, uh, only little girls are going to hump to fall in love. Grown-ass women, if they know what the fuck they want, if they know a grown-ass woman wants to, if they want to hump, they're going to just hump. That's and true. If they're interested, they're interested. Okay? There's, and no, there's no room for, like, games and that other shit. Not, yeah, just be, that's okay. I think we're all adults here, like, and I think that's the problem. Some of us still have that mentality of being young, or we're still, not that you, that mentality of being young, it's just that I guess that mentality of you have to have sexual intercourse with somebody if you're interested in them and you want to spend the rest of their life. That I think us as women, like we're not in the 80s, we're not in the 90s anymore, we're not in the 2000s or the 50s or the 40s. This 2021, and if you want to have sex, just have sex. That's sex, it ain't that hard. Have sex. That's a whole you told you ain't tell not one line. But yeah, I mean, I don't even know how we got on this topic. But yeah, like, yeah, where, where were we talking? We weren't even talking about divorces and shit and beauty standards of beauty. Now, so we and now we talking about uh, yes, and then and then men, yeah. Come here, I'm, boy. Let me just rub my pussy on your goddamn chest, and we just <laughs> slide this pussy <laughs> down your face. <laughs> let me slide it down your face. Let me let me just ride it like a cow, girl. Let me just... facts, yo. But let's talk about first of all. Let's talk about the sixty nine position because I got something to say about that. You got something to say about that? That That's is the most. The most... I know that's random. This is we talking about sex. We already talking about sex. Might as well just put it on. Put it on, Sit. baby. Put it on, yo. But that sixty nine position is raggedy. You think so? Yes. Because have you ever had somebody go on like eating your shit right, and you like, nah, I got your shit in my mouth like a thermometer. Like I can't focus. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done <laughs> homie said like a thermometer? Nah, you ain't even lying about that though. You right about that. But you see, you... see, look, this is this is where that sexual being in, right? I take that as a challenge. Where? This is what we do it. That thermometer gonna turn into ice cream real quick. Yeah, you said <laughs> you stupid. But yeah, that's so true. But yeah, I don't know. We I don't know how we got up on sex though. That's wild. But I'm I'm curious though because we are talking about the things we see from men that we don't like. But I'm really curious what behaviors and actions do men see from us that they don't like. Like I'm I really want to understand the other side of things. So I am very interested too to hear what these men have to say about right. what, what what say that one more time. You want to know what is it about women that what that they find to be annoying or. Make makes things difficult for them when it, in the dating world because we voice what our you know difficulties are in dating. Men that can't have two take men no come up on the show. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We were talking about just because I find you attractive doesn't mean that I'm sexually attracted to you. Yes, yeah, those are two different things. 
because I can still see someone that isn't my type. I'm like, oh, you know what? This man is cute, but this is not someone I would ever go for because I'm not sexually interested. But yeah, they you can still look good. You just not somebody I want to fuck. Right. You're handsome and all that, but baby, you look like you you might be abusive. I just I ain't even gonna lie. I be thinking about shit like that. I'm like, just the way you approach me is a red flag. Like, mm mm, handsome oh. and all that, but you ain't that handsome. Yeah, let's talk about red flags because for me, it's now fine men. If they look too good, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, you you ain't about to dog me out here. Uh, uh-uh. you know. And let me ask you something. Why do you think that is? I think it's is that the- your own insecurity? And I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just curious. No, it's just experiences of dating men that are really, really good looking in there. And they know they're fine, right? They have that confidence, that swag, that they're, they're cute. They're a pretty boy. You know what I'm saying? And just having a nigga cheat on me, disrespect me. So I don't know. Like, it's I know a lot of ugly, ugly guys really do treat you like a queen, though. I see. Now, so is that insecurity that, I, that we find that? Maybe we get treated. So that's why I'm like, with cute men, I I'm, I pause a little bit because I'm like, mm, are you with the shits or not? Like, I also think it depends on the part of life they are in, like the where like where they are in life. If I got with a guy that's body is banging, very handsome in the face, and another woman might find him attractive, if he's at a point in his life where he used to be ugly and then now all of a sudden he found this new confidence in himself and all these women are after him, it's gonna be very hard for that person to be faithful and i've seen that's... that happen before and i say person because women do it too but it's going to be very hard for that person to be say faithful if they've never been confident in themselves and now all of a sudden everybody's throwing pussy and dick at them that is that's a good point like it, you now having attention right like dealing right with right or they have already went through that phase and now they're really trying to settle down and be serious be um and be serious that's that's true and, and now you're making a judgment because he look good as hell that's damn that's right and now you're not giving something a chance based off of someone's look so now that's the superficial Mm -hmm. things i I think every relationship scars us for the next one and i don't mean that to be like negative but i mean if you go through something in one relationship whether you know it or not you carry that like that experience i had with this one dude i'm now super like like cautious well, and, like, and that's why i asked was it because of your own insecurity like not saying you have insecurity of the way you look but it could just be insecurities of whatever trauma that you've had and now you just don't have trust yeah that's true man yeah you're right but where i'm at now in in my life is i'm not as superficial i'm like they don't have to look a certain type of way now i'm like well I, what i do need is height all right they need to be tall and they kind of, I'm hoping someone, I want someone with that same mindset as me. I'm less concerned with looks now my, at this point in my life, but mindset. Like, I don't want somebody that just don't want to do nothing with themselves or better their life. You want somebody ambitious. Because that's who I am to my very core. And I'm like, if you can't meet me there, I, you you can't, you can't give, there's nothing you can do for me. Give, like, exactly. I need you to, I, and this is what I was telling them, you know, I was having a conversation um, the other night with. Uh, a friend of mine I was you know just explaining like if you can't handle the diamond in the rough and a diamond what happens with a diamond that's in the rough there's going to be a lot of pressure being applied to make that diamond so if you're can't if you can't handle that pressure that's being applied to that diamond in the rough you don't deserve me mm. Damn, if I'm true. coming to you if I'm coming to you and I'm trying to explain to you this is my desires and these are my wants and and you're not here to support me why are you here? 
true self-serving probably you know to say that they, they with somebody 100 percent self-serving oh i love that i love that's a good that's a good term i like that usually i say selfish trifling uh, oh is that too much <laughs> that is trifling but what's the <laughs> other word you know self-absorbed yeah that's true yeah hmm. self-absorbed um, is a good one yeah self-absorbed or um you know those people that think that the world revolves around them that's crazy what? So, self-serving is such a good good like that's I, I feel like that's a if you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings self-serving is a, a very good word to use I bet you they'll be like so stuck what the fuck is that supposed to mean right like I serve myself okay <laughs> right they'll be so that's such a nice word to use it's like a pretty word to use to call somebody selfish I love that yeah i don't remember how i learned it or who i learned i think i learned it from someone someone told me that but yeah it's 100 percent self-serving and i just don't understand it. how we get how we how we get on on selfish anyway i forget <laughs> oh no because we were talking about like you know you said that you would want to be with somebody who's ambitious and not like oh because i was saying because i was saying i don't understand why are you here if you can't if you're not here if you're here if you are not here to support me through my tough times why are you still around there it is that's literally what it comes down to why are you but also let me let Mm -hmm. me tell you sorry i was just sitting here thinking for all the people who are in a tough situation right now in life and you are with somebody who is not there to help you get through it what is the point for those people who are not realizing that you're not supporting them why are you in that relationship Oh, that's deep. And it comes down to self-serving. What do they need? Are they homeless sexual? Are they... Ooh! Damn nerves. Go a whole fact, right? They're trying to keep warm this winter. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be the simple fact that they're scared to be alone. That's true. Or they don't think they could do better. Or they don't feel like they could do better. Or maybe you might just be one of those people who are just in love with their bank account but need to be in a relationship because... It's good looking for you. It's a good look. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's, oh, yeah. You're trying to impress, or oh, people doing it Impressing. to impress others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I got to impress my family. I got to, yep. My friends. I got to, I got to, I got to decorate it to make sure that everybody knows that I'm doing very well for myself. You are so selfish and think about only yourself that you're not even thinking about the partner that's going through that tough situation. And you could have easily made that person. You might have an asset on your hands. You might have, yo, you know what's crazy? I'm going to be a little transparent here. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit transparent. Where I was with somebody who isn't supportive at all. And it makes me feel very bad about myself. Because it's like, I'm working day in and day out. And you're seeing me sit here struggle. And even though I'm just getting by, you're okay with just watching me just get by while you're sitting there doing very well for yourself why are you in this relationship with me that's what i always used to think like why are you here damn and you know what it could be it it could be plenty of things like um oh no i figured out what it was oh you did but yeah yeah, it makes you wonder like why do that fucked up shit right like if you're not going to be here to contribute why be in my because you're basically in my way now yep exactly and it's exactly what you just said the reason why they were still in this situation still staying with me is because they're self-centered self-serving selfish egocentric (laughs) 
you ever, but you ever notice the people that are self-serving also love to play victim because they will have that personality, right? Where they to use and abuse people. You don't, and you don't want to see me do well. Like, wait, what? What? Like, how do you what sound? Talking about baby, go do you. I am not mad at you. You are in a point in your life where you're able to go in on these vacations and 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 be with your family and friends all the time. You have been blessed. You've been through some things in life and you have, and I understand that you've been through the struggle and you have, you are a step closer to being able to take care of yourself and finally enjoy the, the fruits of your labor. And I love you for that. Good for you. I don't want nothing from you. The support is your support. And your support can come in many ways. It doesn't have to come with you giving me money. Mm, it could be that true. you take my children Emotional. for a day or two while I study for my test or be able to take a test or take my kids out to the movies. That is, dang. but that's a whole fact. People forget that not support always has to be monetary. It support doesn't. could be you just listening to me vent. Exactly. You giving me a hug because I'm, I am had a rough or how, day. how about Exactly. Or how about help me write down my goals and help me achieve them? Babe, did you get to do that goal today? That, that task that you said you was going to do today? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you need something from me? You want me to go to the store? You, this so you can start. This for you, you so you can do? start. Exactly. It's a. It's about the thoughtfulness behind. You know, <laughs> wanting us to get better, and that's why I'm talking about that. There's that self-serving thing. All they and they play victim. All they think about is themselves. They don't think about nothing else that's going on. You don't think that I don't want to go on that vacation with you? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but my son has a basketball game, and I have to give him 120 tomorrow. So I can't afford that 120 for that trip. That a part of that trip that you want to go on. I have to make sacrifices every single fucking day. And that's the part of being an adult. You have to, and we all have to do things we don't want to. We all have to exactly. delay, we have to delay it, instant gratification. And if you're going to play victim that badly, why the fuck are you still with me? Mm-hmm. That's. I'm not, the door is here, it's open, you could go. There's no the, lock on it, sweetheart. It, that shit goes both ways, in and out. Yep. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> and let the door hit your ass while you're on your way out, please. Bye. Facts, but I think it's just a lack of strength. I think people that are self-serving, they have lack of strength to go out and do things for themselves. So they become dependent on being able to use and abuse people. And the moment they can't do that, they're victim. Oh, you're Ooh. doing me wrong. Ooh, I like. Oh, but they, like they they can't be. Yeah, it's just I think they I think that's why people are self-serving. Like they just can't go out and do that shit on their own. They can't. They don't know where to begin. Well, they don't know where to begin. They don't know. And you know what? Mm, let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, I know what you mean, sis. But a whole fact. I'm glad we're talking about this because there's so many people that you, you're you going to encounter in your life like that, whether it's a relationship or what. But Friendship. It can be family members that do it to you. Whole fact. And then they quick to hit you with the blood and stick it in water. Like, hell no. Nah, you over here draining me, nigga. Yo. yo. Facts. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna need, I'm gonna need a blood transfusion after you fucking with you, bitch. <laughs> yes. But that's another thing I want in relationships. I'm glad you said that. I want someone supportive. I know that sounds like just like that sound basic. Why you even need to put that on Yo, your list? That's the but bare fucking to. minimum. Mm-hmm. You see, you see how we were talking a little bit a couple of uh, a while ago about the bare minimum. Us as women, even some men too, we accept the bare fucking minimum. We are allowed to ask for more. And do not let that person tell you you can't have more. And this goes for anybody. I don't give a fuck if if you're a self-censored person. If you feel like you deserve more, go out and find somebody that can give you more. Stop trying to force people to stay with you 
Because mm-hmm. again, you dealing with whatever selfish issues you got fucking going on instead of seeking help. Yes, that's a whole fact. That's true. That's all holding people back because of your own fears. That's so, even yeah, that's the bro, worst thing you can do. Bro, bye. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck up out of here. But I feel I like my got... you ain't got what? Nah, I just ain't got the top. <laughs> That's a whole fact, but that's why I can't deal with homeless sexuals. That's my first question on my Ooh. list. What are you doing for yourself, and can you provide for you? Like that's like you ain't gonna be dependent on me. Like I don't. Oh hell no. Yo, let me tell you something. You still gotta be careful. You gotta be careful because you can meet motherfuckers who have been on their own and they've been on their own for so long is that the only person they know how to take care of is they self. Ooh, I didn't think of that either. So they don't even know the first thing of caring for for them for somebody else. Hmm. And the only reason why they want to take you out for dinner again is a transactional, is a business transaction. They want to take you out to dinner so they can get in your dress. So you got to be very fucking careful. Your third eye got to be open mm-hmm. and you got to be, you got to understand where people are in their life. Set, set fucking boundaries and don't let those boundaries, don't, do not let those boundaries break for anything. Do not set those standards and then lower your standards because you feel like you need to for that person. Fuck that. You deserve love, and you deserve the love that you want, and deserve the love that you that you think you deserve. Just get it. There's people. There's millions of people. There's billions of people on this earth. You really think that that one person? It ends with that one person. That's true. Yeah, I mean, people do act like that, right? Like this is who I'm gonna be with forever, and I can't let them go, even when they should. And that does more damage. Holding on to things that you shouldn't be any longer, like that. Oh, because you let your standards low for that person, mm. boy. Bitch, bye. Yes, I know that's people look at me like I'm an anomaly, but I'm like, mm-mm, I'm gonna be single before I put up with any of that shit. Uh-uh. And you know, and that's why a lot of people are single, especially women. That's why us women are, I, I say us women because you know, I'm a female, but that's why women are single these days. Because, and and let me tell you, even though your standards are supposed to be high, I hope that your standards are high and you're able to match that same energy. Mm. Like that, practicing what you preach, like not yes. out here saying you want a man that's ambitious and you ain't doing shit for yourself. Shit for yourself, right? <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, I want a sugar daddy, and that's the reason why your ass is sitting there dealing with that old man and don't want to be with him and being abused because, again, you're being selfish. Yeah, because you're worried about the money that that man could give you. So I hope you can match the same energy. That's a whole fact. That's true. Practicing what you preach. That's one hundred. And actually, I want a nigga that's gonna call me out on things. Like if I'm doing. Jewish and I ain't supposed to, please, like, let me know. Worst thing you could do for your partner is not to, not tell them about themselves. Like, you ever see relationships like that with couples where they both in the wrong and, the, and the, let's say the other person knows, but they're not going to speak on it? Like, you going to have your person out here looking like, like they stupid? Stupid, yep. Like, pull them privately and fucking correct them. Like, but... I'm a strong believer in we going to fight together, but when it's all over, I'm going to tell you at the end, you was fucking wrong for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a strong believer in that. That's a whole fact. We're just keeping it going. But yeah, that's my, like, that's my fear. Like, I don't know. I see people around me in their, their relationships. And that's my fear is to have someone that genuinely don't love me, just need me. Right? You need me for a place to stay. I don't need want you to need me. And that's why I say, I say to people, I don't need you. I want you here. And then when I get to a point that I need you and you're not here, because at some point we're all going to need somebody. Right? Mm-hmm. Like in a relationship and downs and we have to understand that there are ups and downs there's going to be growing pains in a relationship but that applying pressure part so are you going to be here during my downs I'm going to be here during your downs but 
what's going to happen when we get out of that down? Hmm. That's true. Man, we hit on so many things right now. I, damn, I mean, we we hit on like so many topics as far as love, each loving each loving ourselves. Like, damn, but no, remember that nigga? Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. All right, sis. Um, I know we went on a tangent there talking about all types of stuff today, we but did, um, sure did. <laughs> it was a therapy session. <laughs> it really was, but. I hope somebody gets some value out of this, what we're talking about. But, yo, it's a new year, sis. New year, new me. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. I, I'm sitting here saying, near you, new year. Now. I'm still screaming, fuck your life. Fuck your life. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing bong, motherfucker. Anyway. Take me out to dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> let a nigga approach me now. Like, you got a man's, oh, why, you want to take me out to dinner? Right. So, Bing baby, bong. Take me out to dinner. And I'm going to start rubbing myself like a crackhead. Yo, nah, exactly. But- <laughs> With the New Year's approaching, you have a New Year's resolution? I do. It's the same goal that I had last year, but this year I truly mean it, and that's to lose weight. Um, I was saying to you before that I had that goal every year. You know every you know how it lasts like a month or a day? Oh, <laughs> but, that's a lot of people. But then I really realized that I, that video that Corvette sent us, it changed my life because he said, like, why do you get up for your job when you don't want to, but you're not willing to get up for your dreams? I, I'm like, ooh. So I kind of, it, it triggered me in a sense where it's like, why am I giving up on myself? Like, yep. if I expect my life to change, I can't be giving up on me and expecting other people to support me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't right. want to support my own goals. So I truly mean it. I will lose the weight, get healthy, get fit. So that's my goal for myself and just being dedicated to that. Even though it sounds like, you know, superficial Remember, goal. Remember, you, but... dis- you need discipline. Mm-hmm. I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> but I, but what about you? What's your goal? I got a lot of goals. Um, but my goal right now is to break down those goals into little tasks <laughs> and do those and do those little mini goals and those little mini tasks. Last year I had a baby and I wasn't really like all oh, New Year's new, but now nah, I was like taking my time because I knew I was gonna go through things emotionally and stuff. So I'm playing catch up right now. You basically, but I mean, everyone, I feel like every point in our life we're playing catch up because there's things you wake up to one day, you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, I got to change this or you finally realize something's wrong, you know? But I do want to share with you last year, I had my mantra was everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. This year mantra is going to be clarity. Ooh, I like that versus you having like muddled thoughts because one day you want to do something and the next day you don't. It's just you're all over the place, basically. So every day I'm going to say clarity clarity what's going to happen today that's going to bring me some type of clarification of some kind because I've had all these questions last year that I my answer to them was everything happens for a reason and even though I still believe that everything happens for a reason I still want clarification right now because I need like you said uh, I look at how I have all those damn thoughts of all my goals but I don't have a clear indication on how I'm going to achieve each goal so Mm -hmm. I got to write down a little goal to that goal and attach to that like it's going to I'm going to go down a rabbit hole, but um, clarity is my mantra this this year, so. I hear that. I like that. Having a mantra, like, it's funny because, you know, I got my psychic reading the other day, and she said the same thing, basically. Like, write down 10 things I want I want to manifest and chant them. There you go. (laughs) Self-actualization. So, yeah, I'm trying, like. Yeah, like, I want to, I want everybody to, you know, I just right now I feel like I'm going through a spiritual journey this year, even though it started last year. I think that my journey is still like it's at its height, it's at its peak right now. So 
I'm just trying to get everything that I can out of that peak of spiritual, that spiritual journey that, that I'm going, I'm just going through something spiritually right now, which we all do. We all have cycles of it. Just to let you know, we do all have cycles. Sometimes it's not as strong as it is the next day, but right now I'm like in my peak right now. So I'm just trying to uh, manifest and continue to have that uh, positive energy that I've been trying to work on. I hear that, like, and amen to that, like, just being self-aware and like, yeah, because there's things that do disturb your spirit, so you got to be conscious to that, and mm-hmm. and to everyone listening, share with us your goals, what are your dreams for the new year, and what do you plan on changing in your life? Oh, yeah, I was okay. going to leave everybody with a quick, you know, quote. Oh, go ahead, girl, you know, you got your quotes that you do, go ahead. <laughs> you know, little things I see that inspire me, so since this is the spirit of the new year, this is something I wanted to leave for everyone, and... This has a deep meaning, so write to me and tell me what you think this means. Share with your thoughts. But there's a writer that called a man named Cyril Connolly, and he writes, better to write for yourself and have no public than to write for the public and have no self. Mm. So keep it real with yourself. Yeah, don't. So everyone be true to yourself. Chase your goals this year and let us know where you're at. And uh I wish you guys all many blessings for the new year. Love and abundance and prosperity. Amen to that. So we'll be catching with you guys soon. You know, I'm glad you guys, everyone pulled up. I hope you guys were all comfy. Maybe some of y'all hung over, but thank you for sticking in and listening to this week's episode. We're happy to have you. And if you're driving, drive safe. See ya.